0: Welcome, Wanderer, to The Arkham Cycle, a Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast by Milestone RPG. I am Miriam, the keeper of Ark and lore for this original scenario. I am joined for this investigation by Skye as Jeric R. Agar and Cameron as December Archwright. Last time on The Arkham Cycle, Jeric and December took a moment to inspect the two bedrooms they were invited to wait for supper in. One was revealed to belong to Malcolm, and had children toys in the wardrobe as well as drawing stretch on the walls and bed. The second room was Malvin's. There were encyclopedias, atlases and exercise books from when Malvin was a young boy. We now join our investigators as dinner time approaches. hour comes to a close, you believe you are waited downstairs for dinner. By Millie? Yeah. Oh, I thought the- we were
1: waited on, like, to go down. Okay.
0: No. Well... Yeah, uh, nobody comes and picks you up here. You, you just, like... You They're know. waiting on it, is yeah. what she said.
1: Yeah. Um, still a bit damp, but uh, I'm ready for some food.
0: Okay, so you head on downstairs, go wait again in the hall where you entered the house. And um, as you go down the stairs, you know that damp smell that I that I mentioned before, is quite present. Like, you almost forgot it on the second floor, but here in the hallway, it's quite uh, overwhelming. But you see Befort waiting on you. When he sees that you're there, he kind of motions for you to follow him.
1: If we have a little couple of seconds while we're walking along with him, I know he doesn't respond back, but I'll just spark up a little bit of conversation with him. So, Beaufort, uh... Millie seems like a nice girl. Uh, you seem to have raised her quite well. Just wanted to say I appreciate y'all helping us out here and uh, and not shooting us.
0: Well, don't get no, uh, don't get your ideas, young man. Millie's a good girl.
1: I just kind of go quiet for a second. I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I never know how to phrase this properly, but
0: I got him to talk. <laughs> I win. Yeah, he 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 does respond to, but he looks like very. He's polite, you know, at the same time. Uh,
2: excuse of, my friend there, um, before, we, we were just saying uh, your daughter is very well behaved, especially for her age.
0: He kind of shifts, like, on one leg and then the other. Clearly uncomfortable with this is conversation. He,
1: is he hugging the wall as he leads us, or no?
2: She
0: uh, he's close to the wall as well, yeah.
2: Obviously, he's right, on is, the
0: left side currently.
2: Okay. Can I use psychology to look into his uh, responses and how he's acting about talking about his daughter? hmm Oh, my God. Man. <laughs> you're
0: gonna, oh, you're my God. You're going to have to work your way down again.
2: <laughs> you're Man. At, you're up to
1: 93.
0: <laughs> Man.
1: You have basically a 25% chance to not succeed. Yeah. But it's like a 100% chance to get a 90 somehow.
0: He, ha- he, he does not display a lot. With the little that you've engaged him with, it's not enough for you to be certain of anything. So, seeing that you kind of observing him, he's going to turn around again and, and continue down the hall unless you interrupt him again.
2: Oh, this was all meant to be as we're walking. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I got him to talk. Yay. <laughs> Actually, can I get a, a spotted dance, both of you?
2: Can do, will do.
1: I also have, just so you know, I have a 50 and listen, if that ever is applicable. I will actually mm-hmm. say when I think about it but just so you know yep. I've pretty good ears.
0: Oh, that's good to know. You see mounted on one of this on one of the walls are two saber dating probably from the Civil War mounted there. December you also spot actually it's the absence of something. You see an outline was probably a painting that was hung there, but is is missing now. So you can only see like the discolored painting around where the painting was. Um, How
1: large? Does it seem like a large portrait? Can yes, I tell the must frame? It must have been, you know, must have just,
0: been a, a large decorated painting.
1: Does it like have like a large, you know, like some have like those large intricate frames, like Rococo style and stuff like that? Uh, it
0: must have been quite ornate, yeah.
2: Are there any other paintings?
0: You have seen another painting. It's a scene of a hunting. Interesting. Deer hunting and probably from, I don't know, at least a hundred years. The scene depicted, the painting itself is more recent than that.
1: I mean, I guess if we're still walking along, what happened to the painting that used to be up there? You wouldn't happen to know. Just out of curiosity, is it getting retouched or...
0: To get him to actually answer this... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Could you uh oh, no. persuade him? <laughs> Give it okay. try? I, I know you don't yeah. have a No, lot I, if I
1: get it, marks. I like those low rolls. Yeah. Like if I get it, like if I ever get a a medicine roll, is that one percent? Oh my god.
0: Oh it's close! Do you want do you want to spend seven luck to make that uh that a success?
2: I'm gonna I am going to step in after you and try to... Yeah, no,
0: that, it's more
1: curiosity at the moment. It was something I more wanted to run by Jarek, but like, I'm trying to gauge his response. So I obviously kind of stumble over it's like, oh, okay then, uh,
2: no.
0: You notice that his first reaction to answer you, but then he, he thought better of it and, and didn't.
2: Oh, we don't mean to intrude or anything. It's just pure curiosity. Uh, as I said, the person who sent us here was great friends with Marvin, and uh, he might know the the painting, and it might be one that's very, uh, very close to him. Just asking
0: about. Are you fast-talking him or persuading him? Persuading. He says the Master didn't want to see it anymore. It was only a family portrait.
2: Ah, I could understand why one might do that after losing a family member so close. Do you know who the artist was?
0: he shakes his head no
2: okay uh, i'm gonna let before walk ahead of us then mm-hmm. uh quietly tell uh december a pattern i've noticed with uh, uh, with those sensitive to paranormal is that they tend to be painters and i didn't mention this back of the room but if there's painters here and uh, and malcolm likes painting then there might be something there true and you see me just kind
1: of absentmindedly shuffling my drawing pad away <laughs> just like making sure that you know the paper i use that was from that it's like mm-hmm. absolutely fine these artists around here there's totally yeah <laughs> like i don't say that out loud but you can kind of get that sense yeah. of like
2: <laughs> no correlation doesn't take notes. he uses a thing called the memory mansion
1: okay but i was saying it's a drawing pad not just
2: a. Note yeah. Dad.
1: So it was like the. But correlation yeah, no, I'm just stating,
2: art. you know, yeah. in general, he doesn't take notes. He has a. I uh, has notes. a method called the mem- memory mansion. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
0: This hall seems very, very, but it actually.
2: It goes <laughs> on
1: forever, right? Never, right? Never.
0: Spot hidden. Oh, um, uh, it turns out we've been locked in here for eighty years. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the hall, your turn leads you to the right. Uh, it's an open archway leading into what must have been a very, very nice. Sorry, it's to the left, a very, very nice dining room. It still retains like a, an aura of grandeur, but uh, as everything in the house, it's quite dated uh, by now and has that annoying musty smell to it. Uh, Malcolm is already present in the room and he stands up as, uh, as you walk in. And next to him is a very, very beautiful woman. She is wearing a strapless evening gown of velvet that kisses her plump shape perfectly as she raises her eyes to you. I will show you a picture of the lady.
2: Uh, Does she seem to be a uh, a relative or married?
0: She doesn't seem to share family traits. But it doesn't take long as you step in, Malcolm uh, says, please, please take a seat uh, and meet my lovely wife, Cynthia.
2: I am looking at Malcolm's hands. I want to look for uh, painter's calluses.
0: Okay. Roll a
1: jump. Roll a jump check. To see. Really? <laughs> you got to jump <laughs> really like high to see. Knowing,
0: um, knowing yeah, yeah, what yeah. You look for. sure. Yep.
2: Okay. Fucking a man.
0: Damn. From what you can tell, he has pretty rough hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there are specifically painter's calluses, uh, that's unclear. But he does have like rough-looking hands, okay. and they're quite large.
2: Thank you, Malcolm. And he's gonna take a sit. See. December actually gets,
1: just for half a second, noticeably taken aback by how beautiful Cynthia is. Not like, oh my god, gonna jump on her, kind of thing like that, but just, yeah, you know, he takes it in for a second, it's like, oh, thank you, thank you, and uh, sits down. Because he kind of gets a little more reserved, because he realizes how horrible he looks in comparison, kind of thing. (laughs) You know, like, whenever there's someone
2: who, you know. So how long uh... have you two been married?
0: Oh we've been uh, we've been married what is it there a little bit over a year yeah a little bit over a year
2: Hmm Well congratulations
0: Thank you and he grabs her hand and he says quite happily so too
2: well, I can yeah. imagine She's, your wife is very beautiful
0: I think so too I think so too and <laughs> Cynthia kind of blushes down at the at the empty plate in front of her
1: Yeah especially with recent improvements I say that, like, not realizing what I said. It was supposed to be funny, but I'm pretty sure I just put my foot in my mouth.
2: And <clears throat> <laughs> he's, he's just got to talk over it. <clears throat> so, if you don't mind uh, me saying, your hands look like the hands of somebody who does a lot. What do you do around here?
0: He makes, a, like, a grand gesture, like, around, like, the large room. And he says, well, I do have a manner to take uh, care almost by myself. To be fair, uh, Buford is getting old and Millie is not... Well, let's just say that uh, she's not her mother.
2: Have you always taken care of the, the manna, even before um, your growth spat?
0: I've always had an interest, yes.
2: Hmm, that's good to hear. If you don't mind, I am so curious about uh, how you grew taller. And as much as I'd like to sit here and talk pleasantries, the scholar in me is just burning with curiosity.
0: Yes, of course. I will tell you this magnificent story, but first, let's start eating. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> no. Can you can you make a uh, a psychology check again?
1: Sure. I'm not like super in depth, but I'm trying to read too. Can I make a check? Even no, though it's not very yeah. high. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry,
1: Skype. I <laughs> stole is... your powers.
0: Uh, uh. Roll roll a. Uh, Uh, Roll a d10. Six. Okay, you can immediately add six to your psychology.
2: (laughs) Sweet holy shit. I want to just slap myself so hard right now. Okay, so what do I pick up? Apparently this this household is just unreadable for me. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) It's the dampness, or maybe it's me. I'm throwing you off your groove, man. (laughs)
0: two things that you're that you notice about those uh, about Malcolm and I'm going to say this is because you've brushed with very wealthy people in your most recent times so you've picked up on a, on a couple of things the first of, of them is that rich people have a high sense of decorum and talking about what you're asking them to share is frown upon to talk about it before
1: Pleasantries. Dinner
0: dinner is finished. And most often the woman will retire before men talk about business.
1: Ah. Damn my modern sensibilities. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Keep going.
0: That's the sociological reason for how he's behaving, which is not abnormal at all. The other thing that you pick up though is like he's reveling into this. He wants you to
1: He's like, ha I have a secret that you don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he wants you hung on his very word until the very end.
1: Then kind of rolling over with that. So obviously we are a bit forward. Uh, It's mostly just with how uh, impressed we are with uh, everything that you have and uh, have gained. Despite the recent passing of your brother. As um, I too have lost a few loved ones, so I understand entirely. But uh, I say we bring on the food
0: yes of course i i do understand your eagerness my brother was very dear to me and he did a lot for me obviously and he kind of gestured at at himself and he says yet you know things have way of changing and being changed but that's part of the mystery that we'll have to wait until coffee now shall we and he gestures to before to bring uh, the first meal, uh, the first course around. The first course is uh, shellfish, like crawfish and stuff like that. Maybe like a few uh, mollusks, like snail and stuff like that. But what makes it strange is it it's served at room temperature. Usually, shellfish is either served like very very cold. Yeah. Or or hot. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of, it's odd, and it's paired with the a fruity wine, which clashes immensely. Like it's not, it's not a good pairing. At
1: all. <laughs> Stop teaching us things about food. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I cannot
0: help. I cannot help myself. I think uh, flavor is no, another sense. That no, it's great. And presen- yeah.
1: and for someone who's so about presentation, it speaks volumes and stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I love it. It's just really funny because okay. like, okay. I could feel it like the Sesame Street kicking in. <laughs> While we're learning this murder mystery, we're gonna learn how to cook.
2: <laughs> no, no, she's she's absolutely right. Um, with with shellfish, you want like a buttery chardonnay, ideally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, uh, yeah, having not not just a red wine but a fruit based wine that's highly unusual.
0: I oh, know it's not it's not a good not a yeah. good pairing at all.
2: Uh, uh, can uh, I tell what kind of fruit it is?
0: It's a grape wine
2: oh it's still okay it's still grape okay it's still,
0: it's still wine but it's very fruity
2: <laughs> i was gonna
1: say okay. can sky himself as a player make a check
2: <laughs> i mean uh given that it's very fruit forward and it's a red i would say it's like a bordeaux style cabernet all
0: right i did not uh think this through uh, <laughs> and, and me You're i'm just, my just
1: like that's
2: a winemaker in a world I now
0: yeah.
1: yeah no that's us but uh um uh, <laughs> For me, I just want to check. Can I get any other fragrance that is not food? Me being a also chemistry major, well, not major in chemistry, but knowing various drugs of sorts and stuff like that. Is there anything placed within it as I kind of like swill the wine and just kind of get up, you know? Okay,
0: yep. Can you roll a chemistry? Hey! Okay, don't forget to tick that roll. Can I Um... have some of your luck, Cam? yeah
1: (laughs) it's new players it's new guy lock. literally just the
0: new person but that um, is
1: a
2: thing that is a thing it is a thing
0: it hasn't been tempered with or as you can tell like you don't see any particle that shouldn't be there or and like it doesn't seem to stick or be more oily or anything like that than a normal one and the shellfish even though it's like kind of weirdly prepared it does not smell bad like it's not it seems fresh enough that uh. it shouldn't be dangerous to eat. Yeah,
2: what kind of shellfish is it?
0: Uh, it's like uh, crawfish and other like other weird critters. Also snails and um, probably scallops. You know, like uh, salty shellfish that you can find. Uh, by Was the, any
2: of it cooked raw? previously? Because you can tell the difference between a raw scallop and a cooked scallop.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. It is it is cooked. It is cooked. Okay. It's not, it's so
2: not it's cooked. more like they cooked everything than left it to cool down to uh, room temperature. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe,
1: yeah. Or they're just really shitty cook. <laughs> I had the thought in my head they serve us octopus. And I'm like, Cthulhu, no! <laughs> All
2: right, uh, too obvious, too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Jarek is always kind of faking it till he makes up with the nobility, and he has certain things where he's spot on with, like his uh, his table manners in general, like being able to eat, keep his uh, keeping his elbows off the table, et cetera, Might make him seem. Like nobility, but it's the small things like not knowing uh, that he shouldn't breach the subject before coffee, you Mm -hmm. know, that might expose him as not truly nobility. And I don't even pretend.
0: Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of obvious.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a southern country bumpkin.
2: So as as Jarek's eating this, he's very polite and dainty about the meal, trying very hard to only use utensils and never his hands.
1: December waits a while to eat. He lets other people eat first. And sees yep. if anything happens or whatever, and then eventually he doesn't pick at his food, but like his eyes are like steel. Like he seems normal, but his eyes are have that kind of penetrating gaze. That's always <laughs> a thing with him. It's not like he's actively doing it. It's just what happens. If that creates a little bit of an awkward scenario, so be it. But just letting you know,
2: yeah. kind of picking up on you in general. Uh, Jarek kind of overly shows himself using the what's called a crab work. And is used to uh, is used to get into seafood and so forth. And I assume since we're eating shellfish they would supply us with one such thing. They kinda show you what this is for and to get in there.
1: Ever so slightly just like a nod. Like you know, a tiny little tick. It's like thank you.
0: Besides trying to breach the subject of his growth, are you exchanging about something else with the... I will in a bit, but
2: I feel like Jarek is very clear that he doesn't want to talk until after dinner, so Jarek is just quietly eating and being polite.
1: Since I know that uh, she'll be leaving when we start talking about real things, i will be like, so how did you two meet? I mean, such a lovely couple. I can't wait to hear a, a story about that.
0: So, he says, like, you know, we've known each other for quite a while. Uh, Cynthia is from a family that has settled close to uh, where the manor is. But she was really never into And I blame her who wants to be with a midget, you know? But uh, since my brother found a way around that, we've been together since.
1: Well, that is mighty impressive. I do like hearing how friends can become something more. Gives me some hope for the future, as I kind of like hide right. behind things again just like oh, yeah. i don't have my hat on at the table because that i'm not that dumb <laughs> but like i i naturally I instinctively reach for the hat and you know what i mean it's not there i'm like oh
0: and when he says that like he places like again his hand on her hand and presses it affectionately and he says uh but yeah yes there is hope there is hope i am the embodiment of it
2: i'm really happy for you malcolm i'm really happy for you
0: Thank you. My, my uh, dear brother was a genius.
2: Well, by all the records, they, they do indicate that uh, he was very intelligent and uh, very proficient in his craft.
1: He well, was. Especially if he was close friends with our
2: mentor. That definitely speaks volumes. Yes, it does. Uh, did you know Mr. Undercl- Un- Undercliff? <laughs> we all never say underpants. <laughs> Mr. Underpants.
0: <laughs> I never had the chance to meet him, no. But my uh, brother talked to me about him uh, a few times. Uh, are you one of his students?
2: Yes and no. He's more my mentor. Really? Yes. Um, this isn't the first uh, errand I've ran for him. I've done a few other things for him, and he's teaching me occult in general. Just to put it lightly. Occult. I'm sure you. Yeah, I'm sure you're. You're aware of what Miskatonic University is known for.
0: I uh, must admit, I was never interested in studying in general. But I know my my brother quite taken with that university. You say that uh, he sends you on errands. I don't know what is uh, that needs mentoring about fetching a pile of paper, but what do I know?
2: It, it can vary. Your brother's work is very important to him, so he decided to send me and uh, December over specifically because he has great trust in us and he wanted to make sure that such important paperwork does find its way to him. Um, however, he isn't able to leave the university himself, such as... Such a position requires many duties, and that's where I come in.
1: As for me, I do believe that he also wants us to help acclimate with people of your stature and connections and stuff and learn from you. Not just him, because mm-hmm. best mentor knows that they only know so much, so uh, send it Although I might to... seem
0: a giant now, find that the, uh, someone who was previously a midget has very little connection. <laughs> i I won't be uh, very much help in this matter.
1: I mean, even in regards to that, just being able to fit in when uh, from without, I would definitely most appreciate some insight into that uh, at some point.
0: He points to his dead eye and he says, although my brother was a wonderful man, as you can see, not everything can be fixed.
2: That's interesting. It is very interesting. But I promise promised not to ask any questions about any of that until we are finished with dinner.
1: Oh, <laughs> again, these are simple pleasantries, of course, but uh, thank you for again this fine food and conversation as I uh. try to make that fork thing work, <laughs> like this
0: conversation,
1: <laughs> and like you get like a little bit of the aggression in there,
2: just station there. There, <clears throat> excuse me. I have me. to say. Uh, this meal isn't quite familiar to me. Is, are these local delicacies?
0: Oh, they are. We are uh, blessed with quite a, a very, varia, varia, sorry. I was not
2: going to
1: say foyer. Variety.
0: A variety, thank you. Of things that grow in the in the marsh and shellfish is uh, is one of them. I picked them myself.
2: I, I have to admit, I've never had a room temperature shellfish before. Is this a, uh, a a regional way to prepare the dish?
0: It's one of the like.
2: Fair enough. I like new things and it's quite delicious
0: when you bring up like the temperature of the shellfish he has a sour expression on his face for, for a very brief moment and then mm-hmm. by this time he's finished so he's going to motion to before like to take away the uh, the plates and the second service is served the second service is a meaty soup chewy and odd under the tongue uh, the food is undoubtedly bad but Malcolm eats it uh, ravenously and he eats a lot too oh, uh, big compared guy. yeah and compared to him Cynthia barely touches anything and seeing like she's she's kind of plump but seeing how little she eats like this probably won't last
2: you know I, I have to thank you again for introducing me to uh, such new dishes this is a very interesting what kind of meat is this?
0: He kind of shrugs and he says, probably whatever Millie could find, get her hands mm-hmm. on. I could, I could ask her if you want.
2: Oh, I don't want to trouble you. I'm just making a conversation and I am enjoying the food.
0: Are you lying?
2: Do you want me to uh, roll something with that? Like a persuade?
0: More like a, cause you're trying to, you what know, it? like flatter him. Is so uh, fast talk or a, something? No, there is, there is a.
1: Uh, Rye. Oh, uh, charm. Charm. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, they straight up have charm. Okay. Okay. (laughs) If I must, then I'm 90.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: Again, that sour expression comes, uh, but he doesn't push it further than that. But you can clearly tell that he's not buying any of this.
2: It is a thing to always compliment the food regardless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he can, Mm. you know, have his own. That's probably
0: why he's not calling you out. Flipping
2: the table. Mm -hmm.
0: For the whole, like, small talk that you've been doing and the different, like, back and forth, if you guys want to make a check, you can tell what you would like to do that that makes sense. You can pick up on other things that's going on on the table. Yeah, I keep
1: looking at stuff. I don't think I can disguise myself as food, so... (laughs) All right. Does Cthulhu Mythos involved in this meat? The strange meat from beyond the <laughs> void? No, because
0: uh, I could. you could try, but I'm kidding. I I don't have, the... have anything
1: Cthulhu Mythos yeah. right Actually, now.
2: Actually, yeah. What do we need in order to get that Cthulhu? I'm just going to roll this for Funzo. We can't. There's no. There's no succeeding on this because it's a zero, right?
0: Yes, I think at first. But you should have some Cthulhu Mythos. You are Yeah, books. the moment you encounter. Oh yeah.
2: How anything, much should I have from that? I have zero right now.
0: I think it's I read the moment. Like, yeah,
2: you encounter anything the from the you... Great Beyond
0: but it's a bit more complicated. Yeah. I, 5%, well,
2: but that might be really
1: high, but you lose sanity for every percent you gain.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, the skills are straightforward. to some of this stuff down, like things that are beyond just the things I'm good at. Cause it's fun to try. Electric repair. Okay. Machine repair. I will fix this food. I was wondering if I could use natural world to identify what kind of meat is in here. <laughs> Mostly cause like, I don't know if it's like a chunky meaty thing. I don't feel like that's very good for fine dining. That's messy. That's something I could get on your clothes and shit. Oh, see, you used up all your uh-huh. luck previously. Now it's just kind of
2: biting me in the ass. No, nah, I'm, I'm happy to have not gone insane yet.
1: But it's so fun. Granted, you don't <laughs> want to go insane by yourself. It's less fun when you're by yourself. Yeah. When you have someone
2: who has to deal with you, then it's fun. Uh, Lillian, on the other hand, did go insane.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, what kind of insanity did she pick up? I forget, but she admitted herself to an asylum. Oh, is that, like,
1: during the downtime now?
0: Yep. Oh, Don, Tommy is very important in that. Oh, yeah, I know. This
1: is funny. It's like, meanwhile, Jerick's is chilling and loving life. Cut to
2: Lillian, and she's just like, <laughs> That's one thing that he has been very consistent on is uh, rolling for his sanity. That
1: tends to happen. Like, very particular things. You just, the dice just, know. No. <laughs> I do have a favorite thing when I was uh, reading over things like you can read over a Cthulhu mythos thing and I think you can gain some of the mythos stuff, but as long as you disbelieve it, but the moment you encounter a real like Cthulhu-esque thing, all that sanity you should have yeah. lost suddenly just pounds into your head as yeah. you realize it's the truth. I really fucking love that feature. That's so <laughs> cool. Cause you're like, Oh God, it all made sense.
0: Oh no. What else?
2: The theme in Lovecraft is the more you know, the, the worse more it is. susceptible you are to uh, yeah you lose to, your
0: mind yeah <laughs>
2: yeah. That knowledge is power, and powerfully the evil. knowledge is dangerous.
0: you know what? I'll get back to you. That let's say Tulu Mythos is probably at five, probably around if, that.
2: If you don't mind, I would like to use uh, occultism, um, psychology, and uh, Cthulhu Mythos.
0: It's it's one or the other. Just pick one for now. Like, you'll have the chance. But this first part of the supper, I'll let you do one, one row.
2: Okay. I'm going to do a cult.
0: Well, okay. Wait 8 here. December, what do you want to do? Oh, it was more. I just
1: wanted to see if I could do a natural world check to see what kind of meat is in here. Because I feel like, again, <laughs> I was mentioning this before, but you said it's like a meat soup, a chunky meat soup? It's chewy. Okay, I haven't chewed it yet, I'm not eating it yet, but it's- it just- is it messy? Cause like, it feels like it's, no, it's messy. No, uh, it's,
0: it's cut and cubed. Oh, okay. Uh, a bit irregular, but it's cubed.
1: Gotcha. Okay, I thought it was like more messy. I was like, wow, this seems weird. I still want a natural world. That, like, this seems odd yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so not much of a chance. Oh man, I was actually really close, but- hello.
0: Ah, do you want to spend no, 12? no, 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 no. <laughs> or do you want to push the roll? What would it happen if I pushed
1: a roll on something like this? I guess a faux pas at the table. No, I'm good. Okay.
2: Essentially, if you failed, it still would be him looking at you like poking the meat with the fork. Like, I poke the meat with the fork and then I throw it. I'm like, it's still alive! Oh, god! <laughs> uh, but okay. I do, uh, I appreciate
1: you trying to push me.
0: I will always try to push you because that's when the fun begins.
1: Yeah, do you want to? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm tempted to but it's like, no.
2: I'm looking for, like, occult stuff. Potentially a reason to eat a room temperature meat. Stuff like that. Maybe there's something in the uh, room that could point to occultism. General checking everything out.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Underneath the meat is a pentagram. You're like, oh, fuck, damn it! <laughs> you got me!
0: I'm just rereading the occult to see exactly no, no. what we can get.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, go for it. This is, uh, There's a lot to keep track of in this shit.
0: Uh, I, yeah, and I don't know the game as <sighs> much as D&D. <laughs>
1: Suddenly, Bayek appears from nowhere. It's like, oh, it was him the whole time. Fuck he like is a, a traveling uh, <laughs> oh. I've been giving you terrible dice rolls this whole time
2: <laughs> Just one th-
0: what, the thing is you're able to recognize like a paraphernalia words and concept uh, and things that are related to folk traditions at first glance Malcolm doesn't appear to be like a superstitious person you haven't seen anything uh, that would lead you to believe that he has superstition and certain things or that he would be like overtly religious on can. However, you notice that on his forearm and also on Cynthia's forearm are little black dots.
2: Uh, can I recognize them uh, as a symbol in general?
0: It's not a symbol. It's really just a dot.
2: Oh, it's just one dot.
0: Cynthia has more than one and he has one.
2: He has one. Interesting. Yeah, there are there other
1: yeah. hands? Like the forearm. The for- for- oh, forearm. forearm. And do they look like a mole or like an actual like black dot like ink? I know it's Could not my be, character. But.
0: You're kind of sitting across the but it doesn't to be a mole.
2: Does it seem to be like a tattoo?
0: Maybe. Again, like you can only see because like it's kind of uh, on their forearm, like about uh-huh. here. But their clothing like move and sometimes it's hidden and sometimes it's revealed.
2: How big Actually, are they?
0: It's not small. very big.
2: Like the size of pennies?
0: Oh, smaller than that. Like a tip of a pen.
2: Okay. Wow. So yeah. Lucky to notice it.
0: You uh, noticed it because Cynthia has a few on.
1: She has a few. Is there a pattern
0: to them that he was able? That to It actually knowledge?
1: sounds like uh, injections. No. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was gonna ask about that actually too, but because uh, of my drug dealing ways and. Am I able to use chemistry to... I didn't see it, so... Uh, it wasn't me. And he didn't, doesn't have yeah, a chance you to tell me. Yeah, you have
0: noticed, but yeah. perhaps after... Later, if you want to talk between each other to kind of figure yeah, it out.
1: Like a retrospective uh, check?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so for not right now, unfortunately. I'll have to remember that. I'm going to wait until other people start eating the food, and then I'll decide if I eat
0: the oh, food. Malcolm! Oh, is, like, eating. Oh, and has more than one...
1: Mostly yeah. waiting to see Jeric. <laughs> if eats the food, I might... Yeah, I, don't choose, food. I don't trust his meat. So it's chewy, and what does it taste like to him?
0: It rolls in the mouth. It's very peppery. It's just bad food as far as and. All
1: right, then I will follow suit, making sure to pay attention to taste if anything tastes weird. I don't trust his shit. It's so worth mentioning
2: having grown up in a uh, Cut Purse family, Jarek yeah. is used to eating shitty food.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. that and it's just me it's like the circumstances around this and knowing that there's a biologist and the guy was mutated effectively I'm very hesitant to just start absorbing random materials from this place <laughs> so paranoia at work here we'll eat it up and like this, uh, who did prepare this meal
0: well Millie did she handles the food around here
1: well, I'll definitely have to thank her later Okay, so while we're eating, uh, what are Millie and uh, you've heard?
0: You haven't seen Millie. She's probably like in the kitchen, and Boopard is making a trip from there dining. You. It doesn't uh, seem to be
1: anyone else in this house, as far as we've no, seen, seen so far. No, haven't. Have we seen heard anybody. any of the dogs?
0: You've uh, yeah. When you arrived, you heard barking, and you've heard barks through like a every
1: now and then. Nothing <laughs> like aggressive. Just kind of like Brow! or something like that. Yeah. Okay, just
0: checking. What about the layouts
1: of the room uh, and stuff like that? I was thinking about asking about the portrait, but that's a bad... We already talked about it a bit. Anything else in this dining room of note? Like a spot um, hidden check?
0: Yes, please go ahead.
1: Ooh, ouch. Ooh, I will not push that. Kind of want to, but I won't. That's a <laughs> big investment.
0: Yeah, there are two types of players in Call of Cthulhu. Those who spend luck and like get ton of information, but then die horribly. Yeah. And people who don't get all yeah, of the I, stuff that needs to be understood and then but they no, I know.
1: <laughs> like this one this one I'm kind of rolling with uh
2: his trepidation at the moment can it's, I try to identify the meat by the way
0: sure if you want
2: I, I identify, have a 10 as well so I, I don't have high hopes yeah. but it's funny know. I keep
1: ending up like 10 off you want to spend your luck
2: <laughs> oh yeah no nah, let me just spend all 65 of it <laughs> to actually not do anything <laughs> oh no what to find out, it's just a bad cut of lamb.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it's definitely some kind of red meat. Like it's, it's not fish or it's like fibrous, like a, a muscle.
2: Couldn't help but notice that you have painting of hunting. Were your parents? Uh, was your father a hunter?
0: He was. I, I've always had an interest myself. Although I'm wasn't a very good cavalier. I am more of a trapper.
2: Hmm. Very well. What kind of game is in the area?
0: Oh, there's a, a little bit of everything, like uh, there are parts of the woods here. We, we have huge things as big as mooses and uh, smaller rabbits and other critters and musks, right? Things like that. And uh, of course, a lot of birds, ducks and geese.
2: Have you had like the that. opportunity to uh, take out a moose?
0: I have. I have before. Yes.
2: How, uh, uh, how did it taste? I've only heard good things about moose.
0: Oh, it is very tasty and lasts for a long time, which is good. The dogs love it, too. Yeah. How many dogs do you have? Oh, uh, it depends, actually. Uh, I uh, breed them, you see. So, Ah. uh, yes. Uh, Beautiful, beautiful uh, animals. They used to be as big as me.
2: And you said they're mastiffs, so they're hunting dogs, I assume?
0: well mastiffs they can do pretty much anything i keep them and raise them mostly for guarding dogs but yes they can they can definitely hunt
2: do you make a living out of breeding and selling some of what you breed
0: yes in part
2: interesting i've never really been around dogs much i didn't have the opportunity really but they've i've always thought that they were great there's nothing that loves you more than a dog does
0: that is true and speaking of dogs, suddenly there's a loud barking that grows louder and louder. Buford, who was in the process of getting your plates, drops one of the plates on the floor, and he starts shaking with fear. Malcolm raises from his chair and listens. The barking changes into a wail of terror. One vast horrid squeal that raises and falls without ceasing. It's continuous. And then uh, once this happened, Malcolm starts for the door. And he turns to you before leaving and says, none of you are to leave this room until I return. I can best handle this alone. I know my dogs.
1: I I think I can help you out too. Whatever is out there. It sounds like you could use more than one person, and I'm like, you know, I'm kind of an intense... Like, I got up from the chair. There's no sitting on that. I was looking around. Like, I didn't quite okay. slam the chair backwards, but, you know, it's like, stand up rapidly. Uh,
0: Malcolm doesn't seem to be listening to you. He just told you very sternly, like, to stay here, but he makes his way, like, down the hall. Somebody,
2: uh, let's just let him do that. We can ask that. him questions about what he did afterward.
0: Could I have
1: done a listen check to see if I could identify any noises yes. beyond the howls? Okay. Yes. Oh, it's not even close. 97, oh. super fail. Oh, you know what? Uh, I want to push. I want to push.
0: Okay, how, how I, are like, you changing? Like, what I, more I, do you I'll need? get up and
1: I'll go to the window. Is there a window?
0: Yes, there is a window. Although yeah. it's the shutters are closed.
1: Oh, uh, if it's lot, unlo- uh, I'll open them to get a better sound. Okay. All right. This is, I know, probably faux pas, but whatever.
0: So roll again?
1: Shit. 50-50, <laughs> oh, oh. uh-oh. I fall out the window. Okay.
0: You go for the window and start opening the shutters. At this point, Cynthia gets up and she takes you by the arm and pulls you towards her, away from the window. She looks panicked.
1: It like really strong, or is it like natural? Cynthia, regular? what's you going know? on out
2: there?
1: Could she you please is... tell us? I'd like to persuade her.
0: Yeah, she is not very strong, like, but her intent is very. Okay. But her demeanor
1: has changed. Was it she afraid yeah. of the howls, or when I tried to open the window? Like uh, did she look around in fear at the when the howls turned to whales or
2: was it more like she, when she I looked, opened the window? She
0: looked at she was startled, but when you went for the window then she really Ah okay. oh,
2: haha. Uh-huh. So yeah, after seeing her do that, Jack's just gonna going too calmly ask, kinda of be trying to be reassuring too, in his voice. You know, it was just what's going on out there, Cynthia? This doesn't seem to be a normal... While it may seem a normal occurrence for him, this doesn't seem to be a normal occurrence in general.
0: Cynthia turns to you. She looks very, like... How would you say <laughs> my dog is... Yeah, I know. Oh!
1: She's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I wasn't doing anything. It's perfectly over your shoulder, too. Yeah.
0: Like, very um, shaken. Yes, yeah, she's, ve- so she's shook. She appeared to start talking. And you see her lips moving, but there's no sound. She there's- is trying to talk, but she's unable to.
2: Is it like petrified by fear type?
0: Roll of psychology.
2: And then oh, I kind of spot gone.
1: hidden to read her lips.
2: That's about right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Sky, what's going on? Did ninety-two. or something. <laughs> it's
1: ninety-one to ninety-two. Granted, I'm now in the ninety ville Population I don't of, know what's
2: going on tonight, like this is supposed to be my wheelhouse.
1: This is like red, like yeah, the dogs are throwing you off something, maybe the mystical arts are... I don't know, that sucks.
0: What is clear is that she is very scared, uh, like on the verge of panic. But why she's unable to speak, you're not certain, 100% certain why. But you do see like sweat on her brow and uh, it's like tickling down her, her golden hair as well. And she's trembling too.
2: Let's all take a seat away from the windows. Is there like a couch nearby or something?
0: No, but there are chairs around the table.
2: December, Cynthia, let's take a seat back at the table. There's something going on out there and we're all safer if we're together and away from the, the windows, it seems.
0: She will follow you it seems to help a yeah. little bit.
2: Uh, real quick, uh, before, uh, I asked this before. You,
1: was I able to do like a spot hidden or something to read her lips, or is that like a not specific skill?
2: Oh yeah, is that something we can do?
1: Reading lips?
0: Uh, I think it's read it lips, a... you have 1% chance. It's in the skills.
1: Okay, yeah, I thought it was. All right, I'll I'll <laughs> I'll just roll a 1d100. I don't see read lips. It, you have to put it in. It's a very specific skill. They don't have it as a generalized. Uh.
0: Yeah, you, you see like other skills.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking, because I knew spot-hidden would do, like, a little too much with that. And I will admit, like, especially because I failed that push-roll, uh, December seems decidedly taken aback that he upset her in that way. He hovers between the window and going to, like, help her out, You and I mean, like, for half a second before it's, like, seeing that it helps calm her down, he'll move away from the window. For now.
2: Uh, before, could you please put on some chamomile tea for, uh, Cynthia here? It'll help with your nerves.
0: Buford looks paralyzed as well, like, he is terrified. Can I try
2: and go and calm him down using psychology? Yes, you can. You
1: pull out a book and you're like, hold on, I think you have these symptoms. Hey, finally.
0: So the way that you talk to him, you override his fear and like appeal more to his sense of duty. Mm -hmm. And he eventually like shakes it up and hurries towards the kitchen, probably to make tea.
2: So Cynthia, I, I have I making you some tea. It'll help with your nabs a little bit. Chamomile has uh, shown to have a lot of medicinal properties in calming us, us down, so it should help a little bit. It seems like your husband has things well under control.
0: In the meantime, the howling hasn't stopped at all since this started. Yeah. And eventually it sinks to a coughing mo- and then mercifully it stops. A coughing uh, noise? Yes. Coughing like the dog's moon. coughing? Oh. The coughing moan, oh. yeah. In, you cannot make out what he says but you can hear like the sharp accents of command I
1: already made a listen check so I guess I can't oh it was a different time can yeah, I Yeah, you, you could you okay. could <sighs> there we go
0: he's saying please my lovely stop
1: oh he's pleading with the dog oh something please my lovely he says lovely or lovelies
0: lovely singular oh,
1: singular oh
0: While you're listening, uh, Jarek, you notice that Cynthia has taken out her handkerchief and she's putting it on the tablecloth and she's writing something hastily with her lipstick. She hands it to you and quickly returns to her seat because you can hear Malcolm is coming back.
2: I'm gonna read what she wrote quickly and then bunch it up and put it in her pocket.
0: Okay. It says, get out for your lives.
2: Little does she
1: know he gets that note all the time from all the ladies. (laughs)
2: <laughs> he thinks he's getting a phone number, but nope. He's going to look at it a moment, just place it in a, his pocket. He's trying not to be readable right now.
0: Yep. And at this point, Malcolm back into the room.
2: What on earth uh, happened out there?
0: Uh, you know they can they can be quite dangerous beasts to outsiders. A strayhound wandered in and then they tore it to ribbons before I could interfere. Never, ever go in between two dogs in a fight. He's gonna shake off like the water from his hair and sit as if it's like completely normal.
1: Is he covered in blood or anything or is he fine?
2: Like any scuffs on him? He's
0: covered in mud, but he doesn't seem to be hurt in any way.
2: I have to ask, Malcolm, seems like you're the only one who isn't absolutely terrified of the beast. Have they had bad run-ins with the hounds or something?
0: Well, the dogs are can be quite protective sometimes, especially the mastiffs. They get attached to one person and not so much the other. I think for Beaufort and his daughter, it's more superstition more than anything else. As for Cynthia, I don't think she has an opinion on that, do you, dear? And you see that Cynthia shakes her head like, no, she doesn't have an opinion.
2: Let's see. It's quite, I see. I have to admit it, it was quite horrifying to hear such sounds out of nowhere. But I am so glad to have you here. You seem to have everything well under control.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is now, but unfortunately, one of my neighbors will be quite upset.
2: I hope none of the dogs got hurt.
0: The stray dog did.
1: Is there anything left of the stray dog?
0: Yes, but uh, nothing that could be useful right now. But it is their fault for letting their dog run people's property.
2: Oh yeah, if you're going to have an animal, you better make sure you keep track of it. I agree.
0: Indeed.
1: Uh, I thank you for risking yourself to do that. Uh, does that happen often? Cause you seem to be like right at the get-go going straight at it.
0: Oh, even if it's not stray dogs, sometimes they fight each other. It happened. And mm. those are guard dog dogs. They're not in your lap, small bichon, you know?
2: Yeah. Wow, uh, the purse puppies. Did you take care of such dogs before your medical miracle?
0: I did, yes. Like I said, they were as big as me, but the, when they know you and they respect you,
2: I have to say, that's quite impressive. You must be a, a brave person in general.
0: Mm, I like to think so.
2: A man of action. Yeah, I can definitely respect that.
0: The courage did not follow the height that was there before.
2: It was just waiting to explode out of you.
0: <laughs> well,
2: thank you so much for taking care of that. I do appreciate it.
0: Before it's going to come back with chamomile, herbal tea, you see that the mockum like gives him such a bad look as if he's wondering, like, what the fuck are you doing?
2: Oh. Uh, sorry, Malcolm. I asked Buford to grab some tea for Cynthia. She was rather shaken. December was trying to listen better, so he went to open a window. Well, she didn't like that that much, and so I.
0: Uh, did she know? And he pats her on the hand.
2: You've been such a gracious host. I felt like the only thing I could do in return is to help where I can.
0: Thank you for that. Well, shall we finish this meal and then I get to business?
2: Indeed, that sounds good to me. Yeah, now that uh... things
1: have settled down. I'm still near the window. Do I see anything out there?
0: Are you staying?
1: I wasn't staring out the window the whole time, but I was still near the window because, like, when the wailing started to change or whatever, I moved back to the window, and, like, yeah, probably freaked out again, but, like, I didn't open it this time. Do I see anything else? Yes, there? because
0: the shutters are closed.
1: Oh, okay, so I didn't get a chance to open it. You oh, never gotcha. actually...
0: Yeah, you never actually... Yeah, yeah Cynthia yeah, prevented you from huh. opening the shutters.
1: Damn it! Okay, then casually walk up. Um, he's covered in mud. Do you... Mm-hmm. If you well, would like, his, you could spend. the bottom
0: spend... of his pants. The bottom of his pants. Oh,
1: okay. I thought he was like.
0: No, no, no,
1: no. His hands He's... seem fine. No, they're not covered in blood and or hands, mud.
0: Hands are dirty, but not covered in
1: blood. Can I do a spot hidden on him at all? Like again, I want to see what no? something's changed. Oh, yep. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna push that, or no, not push. Yeah, uh, we're gonna. No, spend the two lock. I'll luck. spend two lock. Why not? It could also be a scent or, you know, some other sensory perception, I assume, for- I know it's spot-hidden, but, like, we only have listen, we don't have anything for smell. So, like, other mm-hmm. senses could matter. Or, like, in his mannerisms, if he hurt his hand or something, maybe he's using it a little less, or-
0: You're certain that whatever happened, he was not hurt?
2: Yeah, that type of thing, would in my opinion, would be more psychology. Reading whether somebody is using their hand a little more or less. Well,
1: it's more seeing the motion, because I'm looking for if he got injured, not like a nervous tick like before. But anyways, I'm just trying to help her extrapolate.
0: What you can gather is like, despite the situation, there's nothing wrong with Malcolm right now. He's, like, muddied as if he w- just went outside, like, while it was raining. Like, your mm. pants are dirty, too, because you just walked, like, yeah. from your... It's similar. He, he doesn't look like somebody who just broke up a fight between that's dogs. That's what
1: I'm checking, yeah. Interesting. He's too clean, then.
0: He's not disheveled, he's not... Like, he's just a bit wet and a bit dirty. But that's it.
2: Mm. Yeah, the absence of stuff or something... I'm gonna that finish matters. my soup. Is there another course? There is. December is sitting right next to me, right?
0: Are you sitting back down, December? I'm yeah,
1: I, I will. It seems like the natural discourse that I will. Again, it'll be after he sits.
2: As he sits down, I'm gonna pass him the note.
0: Okay, can you do a slight event? Oh god. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh god. You can do it. I was, I was hoping I wouldn't need to. All right. Mm-hmm. You can do it. I'm gonna push that. You,
0: can... <laughs> you cannot push a fumble. Fuck! Fuck! This
2: is the worst thing!
0: Oh god!
2: I just need to stop playing! (laughs) Oh my god! I was like, why are you good?
0: No, just hold it! You can tell me later!
1: Is there... There's no way I know he's about to fumble, but we'll see if I can try and cover it up.
0: Eat the note! Yeah, Jarek, you take the handkerchief and you try to pass it to December. (laughs) And December doesn't help Peter. Like he looks at it despite himself and that triggers Malcolm's like, sees the motion too. Mm. He sees that you, you're trying to pass something to December.
1: If I've noticed that he's noticed, I want to pull out a cigarette and then I'll try to jump in and it's like, Do you pass me a light? And I know it's faux pas at the table, but I'll just, I'll sacrifice myself <laughs> upon to try and cover up- Unfortunately,
0: you will not get out okay. of this fumble. Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> Uh, I'll try buddy.
0: Yeah, you try, but Malcolm is focused on the handkerchief, and he's like, isn't this my wife's handkerchief? Well,
2: oh, there's no way you can see the handkerchief. He's on the other side of the table from us. Oh, he fumbled. Mm. Uh, it's just if I'm trying to pass it under he's, the table, uh, he can't see it. So this, this was a peer under the table type pass. It was supposed to be a safe thing because he can't see me doing anything at the table. If he does see it, then I am going to like try and fast talk my way out of it.
0: He sees the motion and he stand up.
2: I am going to take out my own handkerchief. He says, sorry, I didn't mean to alert anybody. I'm just trying to help out December here. He has a little bit of smudge on one of his hands from Eaton. And it's just the way things happen. I'm supposed to help him out a little bit with the the more nobility type thing. Uh, He's a little rough around the edges, as you can see. And so this was just, and I show my handkerchief. That's just a normal thing for people to have a handkerchief back in the day. I was just trying to pass him No, didn't mean to alarm you. That was very poorly timed on my part. You know, we just had all that happen out there, and now here here I am uh, trying to pass a handkerchief like that. My apologies, Malcolm. Once again, I didn't mean to uh, startle you or alarm you in any ways. I'm just trying to pass a handkerchief to my friend here.
0: Okay, go ahead with your fast talk. <laughs> You're lucky I don't have you.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna rage quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna Hold push on. it. I'm gonna push it.
1: Come on! Okay. Yes! There we go. Jesus <laughs> fuck. That was like oh I thought like what would happen if you fumbled on a push? Do you just Oh explode? my god,
0: you Yeah, Malcolm would have got like very upset. Yeah, okay, so you kinda of fast talk way out of it and you're spouting so much words that he just kinda eventually he stops thinking about whatever it was that was bothering him. He's gonna take a huge sigh of frustration that's quite obvious he said i am in need of a cigar aren't you
2: you know i'm sure my friend december here but i spent seven years in an iron lung so i i avoid such things
0: oh that's too bad perhaps a glass of brandy
2: that i would love thank you
0: at that moment cynthia has a heart attack (laughs) No, but she kind of has like a startled cry, and she points to a centipede that's walking on the tablecloth in between the glassware and everything.
1: Like an actual centipede? Uh, Yeah, it's not super big. Creepy crawlies, ew. She pulls up the D&D giant centipede.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I find it uh, interesting that this centipede has a specific description.
0: Well, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's see here. She gives a squeal of fright, and you see Malcolm grabs one of the ladle that was left on the table from, like, the soup. He takes the ladle, and he walks uh. the centipede and crushes it nonchalantly. Mm. And you can hear the wood crack beneath the tablecloth, and you see that the ladle is flattened a little bit on the other side.
2: My God, man, the strength you must possess. That is very impressive, sir.
0: And at this point that you notice as well that Cynthia has fainted.
2: She fainted, like she saw a centipede. She started- That's not an uncommon thing though, right? For the nobility to faint at such things.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just seeing which part of it triggered her to faint. Was it Mm -hmm. the centipede? Did she start to kind of like get woozy at the centipede or was it after he smashed the shit out of it
0: you know, it happened about at the same time. You're not quite sure. Jerry, you passed the comment. I'm going over and to he, help her out. Yeah, Malcolm is just smiling and he says yes uh, to that. But he makes no move towards Cynthia.
1: I'm going to help her out. I think I saw that in the thing, but would I have like smelling salts or something? Like, I know I saw it in,
2: mm. in inventory management. You can,
0: but... you can uh, roll a uh, lock check.
2: It's such a shame that the bare sex can't handle such uh, hey. visuals.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, yes, you do. And it actually, with you being a chemistry student, you have something that's strong enough to revify somebody.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, I know this is gonna hurt something awful, but supporting her in a way, not, like, undecent or any- or indecent or anything. You know, just so, like, when she wakes up, she doesn't, like, slam her head against the floor or anything yeah. like that. Does it work? Hold uh, on, now. It does.
0: Like, she's, like, sl- onto her chair and she eventually like comes back to and it kind of looks around her like not knowing like what happened and she sees you like so close from her and she's kind of startled a little bit. <laughs> like- and while this is happening Malcolm looks at Jarek and he just continues the conversation saying how women are they're weak and yeah it, ha- it happens and but then he explained that the house is old and it happens like once in a while
2: oh, I'm sure it does I'm I'm surprised she hasn't acclimated yet
0: uh, she was uh let's just say a little bit more sheltered than I mm. was such a
2: shame. But at least she has you here with her.
1: I'll be talking to Cynthia. It's easy now, easy now. Is uh, are you all right?
0: She kind of flutters a little bit. Just, like, taps you on the arm, like, saying, like, I'm good, I'm good. She just kind of eventually, like, shakes. Uh, but she never replies.
1: I think I kind of caught that Jarek was trying to hand me something. I don't know if I noticed if it was a handkerchief or not. No, I saw her hand it to him.
0: Oh, yeah, you would okay. know what it was. Yeah. And
1: so I'll say, and this is more like quieter while Jarek is distracting do we have a bug problem and are we going to be okay with this are we safe
0: you can see clearly she's no you're not okay yeah she just says no
2: do you guys know what like developing a false rapport is basically mm-hmm. building up a rapport with someone but through falsehood yeah, in con manry, there's there's a there's another step called building a false rapport it's very useful in things c- such as the Russian scam this entire time jerk is trying to develop a false rapport with like uh, um,
0: shitty suffer for- <laughs> I know sure. nothing of this. <laughs> but no, so like, like
2: he had the same body language right now, and is and is like uh, holding himself the same way mm-hmm. as Malcolm. That's why he's agreeing with him on most things. When he starts talking about how weak women are, he just starts agreeing with him and expounding on that point with him. It's all about developing this false rapport with Malcolm. Yeah. I so-
1: ca- I picked up on that.
0: Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I didn't know what it was called, but yeah, I picked up yeah. on
1: it. <laughs> it just kind of <laughs> felt like out of nowhere while I have this conversation with her. I'm like, I'm not building a. false false rapport with her. I, I want to build an actual rapport with her.
0: <laughs> yeah. And both of you are doing building rapports but not the same type.
1: We're doing our dynamic. This is like us as our fucking
2: yeah. detectives.
0: Malcolm is he doesn't seem bothered with you interacting Being... with Cynthia but eventually he Is that common?
2: Like it's, isn't it usually that you should be asking the husband if you may touch the wife?
0: Oh yeah. Definitely.
2: Yeah. And so the fact that he's been very nonchalant about this is actually kind of odd. He's telling.
0: It's more telling about the fact that he—it's not about December. It's about Cynthia. He—he mm-hmm. he didn't care that you passed out, and yeah, you, uh, you know, like oh you shit, to your fainting wife. Instead uh, of gloating
1: yeah. over how much you what the fuck pwned the centipede with a ladle,
0: exactly. She's
2: very she's very much a trophy to him. Got mm-hmm.
0: it. 100%, yeah. He turns to her and he says, well, my dear, I think it's time that uh, we are off to bed. I'll accompany you. And he turns to you and he says, I have to about our little talk to brandy and the cigars. I'll be right there. And he kind of shows his arm to Cynthia and he's going to lead her out of the room.
2: Is uh, Bufour in the room with us?
0: He isn't, no. He All is right. taking like the dishes out.
2: I Just wanted to add, we'll find a
1: way through this. Just a a little bit of encouragement along the way. So that's a little Like addition.
0: Yeah. Not a problem. What is Malcolm hiding? Why is Cynthia so afraid of everything? Find out next week for part four of Orn's experiments. Thank you for listening. If you like this original Call of Clulu scenario, please leave us a review on your podcasting app to help us spread the word. You can also write to us directly at info at milestonerpg.com.